chapters eighteen through twenty-five of the acts of john from the apocryphal acts of paul peter john andrew and thomas by bernard pick this librivox recording is in the public domain the acts of john arrival at ephesus and work there lycomedes and cleopatra chapter eighteen john hastened to ephesus induced by a vision on this account daimonicus and his relative aristodemus and the very rich cleobius and the wife of marcellus detained him hardly a day at miletus to rest with him when they had left early in the morning and had almost gone about four miles a voice from heaven was heard john thou art to procure for thy lord at ephesus the glory which thou knowest thou and all thy brethren with thee and some of those who shall believe there through thee and john rejoicing considered within himself what it might be that were to happen to him at ephesus and said lord behold i go according to thy will thy will be done chapter nineteen when we came near the city lycomedes the commander-in-chief of the ephesians a wealthy man met us fell down before john and asked him for help with these words thy name is john the lord whom thou preachest sent thee for the benefit of my wife which is paralyzed already seven days and lies past recovery but give the glory to thy god and treat her out of compassion for us whilst i was reflecting what to do a certain man came to me and said desist lycomedes from the evil thought which militates against thee yield not to it for out of compassion for my servant cleopatra i sent to thee a man from miletus named john who will comfort her and restore her to thee cured delay not therefore servant of that god who announced thee to me but hasten to the rattling woman and john went at once from the gate with the brethren who were with him and followed lycomedes into his house and cleobius said to his young servants go to my relative Callipus and make yourselves comfortable in his house for i come thither with his son that we may find everything well arranged chapter twenty when lycomedes and john had come into the house in which was the woman lycomedes again touched his feet and said see lord the lost beauty see the youth see the much talked of bloom of my unhappy wife the admiration of all ephesus woe to me unhappy one i was envied humbled the enemy's eye struck me i never wronged any one although i could harm many i was always anxious to experience no sorrow or anything like it of what use is my care now for cleopatra what good was it to me that i was called godly to this day i suffer more than an ungodly 
that i must see thee cleopatra thus suffering the sun shall not see me in his circuit if you are no more with me before thee cleopatra i will die i will not spare my still young life i will justify myself before the goddess of right how i served her in righteousness if judgment is to be pronounced against her unrighteous sentence i will avenge myself on her by coming as a shade i will say to her thou hast forced me to leave the light of my life because thou didst rob cleopatra thou art the cause of my death by having prepared me this fate thou hast forced me to blaspheme providence by destroying my confidence chapter twenty one and still more spoke lycomedes to cleopatra went to her couch and cried bitterly but john drew him away and said abandon these tears and thy unbecoming words it behooves thee not who art seeing to be disbelieving know that thy partner for life will be restored to thee therefore join us who have come for her sake and pray to the god whom thou sawest when he showed me to thee in a vision what is the matter lycomedes wake up and open also thy soul cast from thee the much sleep ask the lord beseech him for thy wife and he will support her but he fell to the ground and wept dejectedly and john said with tears woe to the treachery of the vision woe to the new temptation prepared for me woe to the new craft of him who devises cunnings against me has the voice from heaven which came to me by the way yielded to me this predicted to me this what should here take place will it deliver me up to such a great multitude of citizens for the sake of lycomedes the man lies here lifeless and i know not that i shall leave this house alive what dost thou intend lord why hast thou deprived us of thy good promise let not i beseech thee lord let him not rejoice who rejoices over the sorrow of others let him not dance who always laughs at us but let thy holy name and thy compassion come quickly waken the bodies of the two who have fallen to my injury chapter twenty two while john was thus crying the city of ephesus ran to the house of lycomedes supposing that he were dead and when john saw the great multitude he prayed to the lord now the time of refreshing and confidence is with thee o christ now for us weary ones the time of help from thee physician who heals for nothing keep my entrance here free from derision i beseech thee jesus help such a great multitude to come to thee the lord of the universe behold the affliction behold how they die of those also who came here on that account 
make holy instruments for thy service after they have seen thy gift for thou hast said thyself o christ ask and it shall be given you we therefore beseech thee o king not for gold not for silver not for riches not for possession nor for any transient earthly goods but for two souls through which thou wilt convert those present to thy way to thy knowledge to thy confidence to thy infallible promise for many of them shall be saved after they have known thy power through the resurrection of the departed give therefore hope in thee therefore i will go to cleopatra and say arise in the name of jesus christ chapter twenty three and he went touched her face and said cleopatra he whom every ruler fears and every creature power abyss and darkness and gloomy death and the light of the heavens and the windings of the lower world and the resurrection of the dead and the sight of the blind and the whole power of the ruler of the world and the pride of the prince he says rise and become not a pretext for many who will not believe and an affliction for souls which hope and could be saved and cleopatra cried out at once i will rise lord save thy handmaiden after she had risen who for seven days had been prostrated by an incurable disease the whole city of ephesus was stirred by the miraculous sight and cleopatra asked for her husband lycomedes john answered cleopatra if thou hast a steadfast and firm soul thou shalt immediately see thy husband beside thee provided thou wilt become not excited and confounded over that which took place but believest in my god who through me will give him to thee alive follow me into another room and thou shalt see him dead but rising up by the power of god chapter twenty four and cleopatra followed john into her room and saw lycomedes dead on her account her voice failed she gnashed her teeth bit her tongue closed her eyes and commenced to weep and silently she looked at the apostle and john had compassion for cleopatra and perceiving that she became neither restless nor excited he called upon the full mercy free from presumption saying lord jesus christ thou seest that she collects herself thou seest that she imposes restraint on herself thou seest how cleopatra's soul cries in silence for she hides within herself the insufferable grief and i know that she will die yet because of lycomedes and in a low voice she said to john this i have in my mind lord and nothing else and the apostle went to the litter on which lycomedes was seized the hand of cleopatra and said cleopatra 
because of the people which stand by and because of thy relatives which have come call to thy husband arise and glorify god's name because he gives the dead to the dead and she went and spoke to her husband as she was told and immediately she raised him up having risen he fell down and kissed the feet of john and he lifted him up and said man kiss not my feet but god's by whose power both of you have risen chapter twenty five and lycomedes said to john i beseech and adjure thee by the god in whose name thou hast revived us abide with us with all thy companions in like manner did also cleopatra and john answered to-morrow i will be with you and they said again to him we have no hope in thy god but would be revived in vain if thou didst not abide with us and cleobius aristodemus and daimonicus grieved to the very heart said to john let us abide with them that they remain unmolested with the lord so he remained with the brethren end of the acts of john chapters eighteen through twenty five